Hello and welcome. This is Ayana Lahee, and I'm so very happy that you're here with me today. We are jumping into our B1 BU episode called Are You a Workaholic? It's so easy to overwork, to get stressed out, to feel as though one's work is never done. It's so easy to cut off from what you're feeling and from the deeper core issues that prevent you from resonating in a level of joy, a state of well-being. How do we become a workaholic? There's very little written about it. And when you use work to bypass your own feelings of discontent, your own feelings of sorrow, of grief, of deep inner pain, what happens is that your work becomes a way to prove to yourself that you're accomplishing something important, that you have value, that you are worthwhile, and that you are seen to be of value to someone else. Usually when we become a workaholic, we felt pushed as a child to become what a particular parent or both parents, one or the other, or both needed us to be. We oftentimes took on emotions that weren't our own. We felt feelings in the family that were never spoken about, dealt with, or processed. And we develop an ego self, that voice, that pushes us beyond our limits. We have to know how we created the ego. As I've shared in the podcasts about the ego, and we'll continue to create more because it's really a major theme for these times. The level of separation that our world is presently engaged in is one of separation. And you see it acted out, played out externally through political perspectives, health issues, social, economic issues, family issues, friends differing upon their perspective, viewpoints on topics. We're living in a time where we can easily hide from the deeper pain that is prevalent in our culture, in our collective thinking, and within our hearts. When we become a workaholic, we lose touch with how we affect those around us. We use our work to prove something to ourselves. Even when you discover your childhood patterns to create the bridge into shifting out of driving yourself to 
prove to yourself that you're competent is what's, is, is what's really difficult for most of us to change. When we've been put down, not seen for who we are, having love relationships fall apart, when we realize that we've been walking over our pain instead of walking through it, we can use work to replace a drug or alcohol. To be a workaholic means that you have the pathway ahead of you to learn how to love the part in you that hurts the most. For instance, you have a boy inside of you that once you start dialoguing with him via inner dialoguing, listening, talking with him, and or writing, right hand, left hand writing, which you know I love to recommend because it really works to help reveal what's really happening inside of oneself. So you discover that your inner boy really can't stand you, is wondering where you've been his whole life and why you've left. And he doesn't have a lot of kind words to say to you, but you keep on plugging along and trying to find your success through what you do in the world. And you're willing to ignore and abandon, betray and reject, ABR, that part of yourself. So what we're talking about is the rejection of your own essence, the soul that you are that is whole, that is already of light. When you're a workaholic, you make things more difficult. You find yourself giving longer explanations, trying to prove how brilliant you are. So, as you're listening and taking this in, feel into, if you fit into this framework of being hard on yourself and not taking the time to really exhale and cherish the you that's deep within that just wants to sparkle forth, to shine forth, to emerge in its love. So as a child, what did it feel like? What did you have to go through? What did you have to perform? What did you have to show up to do in order to get love. How hard did you have to work? Was one of your parents very critical and judgmental? It's one of the core themes of workaholism. Was one of your parents an alcoholic? Was one of your parents into porn? Was one of your parents using an illness to cover up or run from showing up as a parent? Were you made to feel like you're not worthy? So, what issues did you bring into this lifetime? What did you carry in? So yeah, we go into that in my Divine Messenger 
sessions and we do an overview of your roadmap, your reincarnational and this present life blueprint and what you came in with to work with and what you're here to break through and realize so that you can come into yourself, really live from your true self, a feeling of being one with creation, with the source of your own existence. So when you're using work as a way to buzz through your day without really stopping to smell the roses and to really nurture your own heart, what you're really doing is denying your own existence. You believe somewhere inside yourself that who you are is not enough. So you have to keep working. You have a tendency to make things more difficult than they need to be because you've taken on the belief that everything is hard. You don't believe that the love that you are is really enough, always having to prove yourself. So were you loved for the love that you were as a child, or is there always a projection onto you of who you were supposed to be, what you were supposed to be like, how you were supposed to please. So when you're using work as a way to bypass your own ability to receive your heart, you're living in a state of hurt. And I want to see you come out of your hurt because then you can open up to the magnificence within you that enlightening, like a lightning bolt of joy and passion for what you're here to do. When you're a workaholic, it might look pretty cool that you're working so hard to accomplish something, but actually you're not receiving life. And that's why you're in this position. You think you're receiving life, and you might for an hour or two. And then that ego self steps back in again and says, what do you mean you're enjoying yourself? You can't enjoy yourself can't enjoy yourself it's not safe doesn't it's it, it doesn't work because if you have too much joy and you actually like yourself well gosh then you don't need me anymore because I'm here to, to continue to push you so that you don't really like yourself anymore so every day you're fighting up against a waterfall that's working to push you down. And you're thinking that if you keep working, you're going to break through and feel good about yourself, feel good about what you're doing. And it happens a little bit at a time. 
But you got to know the role of your ego and how it works to push you down and maintain the agreement that you created a long time ago that you really weren't worth anything because no matter how much you tried showing you're showing your love and caring unless you gave yourself away unless you had to work really hard to try to fit in and make the other person happy you're worthless you really didn't have a whole lot of value so it's like a nightmare it's like running on a treadmill and not being able to get off so what do you do you want to start by finding the hurt you the you the little girl or little boy inside that responded to its external environment the expectations the demands the projections the hurt around him or her and you want to find him her and hold them and bring them into your heart you can go through the one in soul practice written about in my book one in soul sold on amazon and it has the exercise in it to follow to reconnect with the part of yourself that holds the most spiritual power life force energy but had to be left behind because there's no room no space to bring him or her forward so we're talking about reconnecting the power within you the work just takes the place of your own disempowerment you want to nurture yourself you want to take breaks during the day mental health breaks self-love breaks where you're breathing doing a few exercises you're preparing a space to sit and be to meditate to receive the light within your heart to open to find that light to invite in the joy that's underneath the immense pain and hurt that happens when we ignore and sidestep our own self through that reunion in ourselves we discover that we truly have a life force energy within side of us that was blocked and stuck in the very part of ourselves that we had to leave behind abr abandon betray and reject and through the reunion of your loving heart with the deep cry for love that's within inside of you you begin to heal the only thing that really gets in the way is how the part of your mind the ego part of your own psyche that works against you to constantly prove to you how weak you are how inadequate how sometimes how stupid you are your ego will make you feel that no matter what you do it's never enough 
because you could never maybe get that smile on your parents' face. Or maybe that special uncle or grandfather. So you begin to wonder what's wrong with you. I want to suggest to you to do a visual meditation where you sit and you create an amazing, flourishing, abundant scene. Use nature. For instance, imagine planting a grove of trees and you're watering them and the trees begin to bud and the fruit begins to grow on the tree. And there you have a tree filled in abundance and see yourself spending days picking the fruit and you have so much that you can begin to give it away, can it, dehydrate it, make pies with it, give it to those who need that food and you begin to step out of your own self-indulgence that the workloads that you carry are what you're carrying in your mind of what you need to accomplish. And as you visualize your scene, you can bring in gold light and go and permeate the gold light into your vision. And I would also invite you to breathe into your solar plexus. And sometimes it's hard to bring the breath in. So what I'd like to suggest that you do is to begin to take a deep inhale, bringing in gold light into your heart center and filling your heart with gold light and then exhaling the gold light out your mouth. And as you exhale, just send out all the ways that you've doubted yourself, turned against yourself and have betrayed yourself and create the intention in your next breath, bringing in the gold light to really love yourself, to be kind, to be tender, to be nurturing, to forgive yourself for not being able to fulfill what you thought you needed to fulfill, to allow yourself to find a steady pace during your day where you breathe, and instead of valuing yourself upon what you produce, to value yourself with the amount of love that you can stay in and be in and exist in in every moment so that each moment becomes sweet instead of the driving force of a very imbalanced masculine side. The masculine wants to produce. It wants to create and it will push and push and push, and the parts of yourself that have felt weak, unexpressed, unrealized, are the parts of you that were pushed down, ignored, not seen, not heard, and I want you to begin to write, left hand, right hand, writing, with the part of you that was not seen, not heard, not received. 
because that part holds the anger. And when you are a workaholic, the core issue is the hurt from not being seen, heard, and received. And then that's layered over with anger that's turned against yourself. So my invitation to you is to be willing to see the anger that you turn against yourself. Watch how you sabotage communications, sabotage your own success, sabotage your relationship with someone that you really love. Take a look at a relationship perhaps in the past where you know you sabotaged it by not really giving your heart, not really showing how you felt, and always seeking more in some way other than opening your heart and creating true intimacy into me, I see, in yourself so that you can really show up as a real partner. When you find your core pattern, such as, no matter what I do, I'm not enough, I want to invite you to stay conscious, present, pay attention during the day to give yourself positive messages that what you're doing and who you are really matters because it's how you're doing it. It's the state of being that you're in as you're doing what you're doing so that you can be more instead of doing. And the being happens through being one, one part of yourself at a time until all of the parts of you that you've left, that you left behind, are now reintegrating into your heart so that you can come into oneness. And through the oneness, you're connected into the power that is your natural power. It's the power of being alive, being one with the source within you, not the untruth, but the truth. So I invite you to engage with everything that you do throughout your day with conscious care and stay breathing so that you can be present to what you're doing instead of going into habit to being literally, you know, remote control. And it's through your presence that you're able to then be in the connection with life, be in the connection with others, be in the right connection with your work. Thank you so much for joining me. I invite you to Take a look at my website if you haven't yet, ayanalahi.com, I-A-N-A-L-A-H-I.com. Please feel free to subscribe and know that you'll be receiving immediately the invitation for the B-Forum, a twice-monthly free teleclass that is a deep dive into living in oneness and the themes that are affecting all of us during these times on earth of great change and stress and opportunity for breakthrough unto ourself 
and living from your wild heart a 52 week free video adventure delivered into your inbox every Saturday morning that brings you a teaching meditation and a movement on the theme of living from your wild heart thank you for joining me and I send you all my love looking forward to connecting again thanks for joining me have a really really bright fulfilling growth filled day of joy.